0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: The Opinion Line on Courts 96 FM. Omicron now constitutes 96% of all cases in the country, which has meant to change in the rules for travel. Difficult to understand, and is it in place yet? It was supposed to come in place at midnight. Owen Carey, travel journalist, joins me. Owen, good morning, and happy New Year to you, sir.
1: Uh, good morning, PJ, and happy New Year to all the listeners. Yes.
0: Let's. See. What is the Tishuk saying? So, when Omicron broke in November, we had instant application of PCR and our antigen to come in, even if you were vaccinated. Is that gone now.
1: Absolutely, it was um, a pretty. It was something that was quite controversial because we were a club, and we weren't alone in doing it. We were a club of two countries that did that for travel within the European Union. Remember, this is travel within the European Union. Lots of countries introduced for travel arrivals from outside the EU. We were one of two, Portugal was the other, to decide to do it for travel within the European Union. Uh, other countries didn't follow. So getting rid of it makes complete sense. Yeah.
0: What are the situation now? I mean, if you're fully vaccinated, you come and go as you please. Is that it?
1: That's pretty much it. it. That's very important that you're fully vaccinated. And remember, your vaccination history is on that QR code that's on your uh, the phone, the European Digital Certificate. The real big change yesterday on that is that the booster uh, uh, information will also be added to that. That's fairly important because we've another deadline on its way. February the 1st, European Union countries pretty much agreed at central level in Brussels that there is a sell-by date on the second vaccination, and that is nine months. Most Irish people uh, got vaccinated June, July uh, for their second uh, vaccination, some of the healthcare workers a little bit earlier. That means we'd all be running around in March. Uh, on yesterday, it was clear from some experience that people were having that the booster uh, information was not in our QR code, but that is going to be added as of this week and will all be added to all our digital certificates by January 15. Very important that QR code doesn't need to be updated. It's just the information. The same QR code stays in place on our phone. And the information will now tell us that we've been, that we've got the booster as well as the full course of vaccination. And will
0: we get a new QR? What's going to happen? Like, will I get an email with a new QR? QR. All right. Thank
1: you, i I'm not sure you'll get even an email. And uh, There is a question um, that has arisen already with quite a few uh, viewers on Land AM and listeners, and that wh- how do we know? Now, there is a facility for updating your information on the QR code. That's very important for people whose names on the uh, digital certificate are not the same as those on their passports. Things like Margaret turning up as Peggy, things like that, are maiden names. But uh, it's not clear how you will check that the booster information has been added before you get to an airport gate or uh, into an attraction because France will be introducing this from uh, from January 17. Uh, lift pass. As, well, they, they lift uh, at ski resorts, they'll start looking for it. And big attractions like D- Disneyland Paris will look for evidence of a booster. So all of that is going to be on your QR code. Uh, Not sure, the one question I cannot answer is how you'll be able to check. The QR code won't check, it won't change. That's the beauty of this. It's like a QR code leading to a website. The website can be updated, the QR code stays in place.
0: Yeah, because if you you, you open your COVID tracker app now and it offers you the opportunity to open your COVID search and, and I do mine there, and you can look for your detail and all of that, now, so far, i have listed as having two doses. I've, I've had my booster, obviously. So that will be, that's your understanding on it. It'll be, it'll be silently updated. I'll know nothing about it.
1: Absolutely. It's just a matter of plugging one da- the database into the digital covid cert uh, database. Now, it, there was, you know, earlier this week, a lot of concern because there was a bit of shrug shouldering going on. Uh, we're not going to do that. We've got more important things but that seems to have changed yesterday because they were, we we're told that the process of updating it will start this week and will be complete by January 15. That gives us two weeks before it becomes necessary for travel, uh, requ- a requisite for travel on February the 1st. Right. And we're, again, we're talking within the European Union. And remember countries, even Switzerland, requires PCR tests from Ireland. That's the thing that throws people because a lot of people fly into Geneva Uh, to get to ski resorts in France. So we're only talking about travel within the European Union. Also very important, PJ, this isn't the license for people who suffer from symptoms or from COVID to go traveling uh, because the test has been removed. Remember, uh, everybody who uh, checks in for Aer Lingus or Reiner or any other airline, uh, they get a long list of questions. They're a bit of a nuisance. You go, no, 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 to all of that. But they do ask you, If you're suffering from symptoms or carrying COVID, and if you say no when you actually are, um, that actually is a breach of of aviation law and uh, you're in danger of infecting other people. So it's not a license for people who have COVID to travel. It's just their test is uh, removed. And if you have COVID, you're not flying.
0: Okay. Oh, and just on on a lighter and brighter note, we need one of those. We we do, (laughs) don't we? I mean, I, I may tell you now. I have my flights booked and I have my accommodation booked, and God help me, I'm already praying that I'll be going on my holidays in July. What are our genuine chances?
1: Everything should work for the summer. I'd be very optimistic of the summer. We have a very ambitious schedule of air flights in place. Um, Most of the 2019 programme is there, most of the destinations. New ones are popping up all the time. Air Lingus put five in uh, there uh, just last week, quietly into the system. Um, Some of the seasons are a little bit shorter than they would have been in 2019. But we have a good, ambitious schedule, and we've also got good prices because uh, there's been a bit of hesitancy, and airlines will keep the prices low till the... uh, uh, substantial amount of the seats on a flight mm. are booked.
0: Well I managed to book for the same price as my last holiday in 2019 so I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that. In terms yeah. of restrictions though, do you see not that, you know, that that infamous the Department of Foreign Affairs would advise against non-essential? Do you see that coming back?
1: No, I'd be very optimistic. The reason is that Omicron tested the, the, the nerve of European countries. As I said, Portugal and Ireland Uh, And Portugal were different circumstances because Antonio Costa has a general election coming up. But they were were the only two that introduced testing within the European Union. So the the principle, and this is a very important principle that was introduced last July, that instead of looking at where you jumped on the flight, that people will be uh, evaluated on their vaccination status. That principle, which was introduced last July, it was tested by Omicron in, in December and it survived the test. So I'd be very optimistic that no matter what COVID brings, and COVID is very good at throwing up a surprise every couple of months, that uh, the principle of travel within the European Union, unrestricted, is going to still be there this summer. And I think there's a general realisation in Brussels. uh, It's been slower among some of the national governments, including our own, but there's a general realisation in Brussels that we need a coherent Policy as one, as, a Europe, as the European 27 nations on travel, that is a bit more robust than what we saw crumble in 2020.
0: And lastly, what might be useful, Owen, as you plan to travel and as you get closer to your traveling time be it in March or May or June or whenever you want to go is there a reliable app? Particularly across oh, yeah. the EU, that tells me my restrictions. For example, yeah. that I need to bring a mask and I'll be expected to wear it on the bus, but I don't have to wear it, etc. Is there a reliable app for those kind of things?
1: Very simple, reopen EU. And it's the one that's run uh, for the European Union. And uh, it's, you know, again, it'll be a little bit of a prisoner of how quickly it's updated. But it is it's certainly been up to the task so far. And it's very good at following what the restrictions are. Now, remember, when you go long haul, including the United States, uh, it can be a little bit messier. Thailand uh, decided to allow in vaccinated uh, tourists all over the world in uh, November. Uh, I was at the announcement uh, with the Thai Minister for Tourism and they've decided this week to withdraw that for everywhere except Phuket. So that sort of arbitrary stuff um, that you know can happen isn't going to happen uh, in the European Union and that app will keep you well up to date Uh, It's a little bit troublesome for uh, England uh, in that they are no longer in the European Union and we've seen some very arbitrary overnight decisions made and uh, the politicians seem to be...
0: Well, you you also have different rules in England, Scotland and Wales, which doesn't help.
1: Yeah, it's not a big deal for us because the common travel area don't affect travel from Ireland. But we have quite a lot of um, people living in Ireland who have Indian, Pakistani passports so that's something i wouldn't give a guarantee that there wouldn't be an arbitrary decision very quickly um, what we, we uh, what we, i'd be very confident that the European Union will have a robust uh, the robust uh, system that was put in place last July. It survived, it survived Omicron. I'm pretty sure it'll, it'll survive the next shock All that right. COVID is going to bring down the ranks for us.
0: Okay, Owen, but I think the very important message here is if you want to go on your holidays this summer and you want to go into the sunshine, get your booster.
1: Absolutely be boosted. Absolutely have your uh, certificate up to date. And also um You know, keep an eye on uh, the sale fares at the moment because the airlines are really testing what the confidence is. You know, they can make decisions on routes once they see booking patterns. It's, uh, and both Aer Lingus and Ryanair, Ryanair tend to just, uh, you know, kick it out to the end of the month, January 31st, February 28th, whatever, and then extend it. But both of them have very good cancellation policies. And it means that you can book now and just keep, if anything goes wrong, uh, just keep taking your uh, departure date uh, down the road a little bit.
0: All right. Listen, Owen, right. great to yeah. talk to you again for the first time in, in 2022. I know you're a man in demand these days, so I'll let you go. That's Owen Curry, travel journalist from Air and Travel Magazine. If you fancy a summer holiday in the sun, get that booster. Courts 96FM.